Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I'm very happy to be with you today again. Thank you for tuning in. It's our privilege to have you with us during this program. And uh, like always, from the beginning, I would like to invite you to be part of this program. And you know by now that uh, you could send us a text message with your thoughts, maybe a question. Uh, just contribute to this program. We'll love to hear uh, your thoughts. Now, to do that, you can uh, send a text message to the number 04888. 80811. And we'll be very happy to take those messages and, uh, um, yeah, share, share with us. And our co-host today coming uh, all the way from Western Australia. Good to have you with us, uh, Pastor Don. Thank you, Nick. Happy to be with you once again today. Now, uh, Don, uh, you are the first time with me probably on Drive Time. We did some yes. other interviews on other programs, but uh, it's my privilege to welcome you to the program and uh, having you part of this today. Uh, we are Thank going to you. look, yes, we are going to look into a very interesting subject today, but just a little bit, uh, maybe if we have a new listener uh, just, just tuning in, just a little bit about yourself. I think you have a easy life now, uh, retired. You know. <laughs> How is life in Western Australia? Oh, well, I'm still busy. Uh, even though I'm, I'm officially retired, I received lots of phone calls from Aboriginal people around Australia, particularly asking for prayer and for, for help of various kinds, and, um, and we're happy to be involved in that. Plus, I'm, I'm still involved in, in other things. I took a funeral last Friday and I've taken a wedding recently and I've done a baptism recently. So I'm retired, but still working. All right. Hey, um, just to say that. Uh, Pastor Don, that I really appreciate your work, you know, uh, and your ministry over the years, working particularly with uh, um, Aboriginal uh, people. And I remember when uh, I took an interview with you, and that was in Fink, right in the middle of uh, this country. That's correct, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, and um, you travel uh, extensively, you know, uh, in the outback and visited those people in the remote parts of Australia. And I thought that, uh, you know, uh, knowing you, you know, uh, you really love that sort of um, ministry. And uh, I think you've been blessed too. Yes, yes. We we have many wonderful friends all around the country. Mm. And uh, it's been a pleasure to work with them. Uh, we've been in Aboriginal ministry for about 22 years. And so we know a lot of people, and uh, and they do become like family. That's they have right. become like family to us. That's I should right. say, Nick, on one trip, just one trip, we did uh, in our uh, as we itinerated around. One trip, we ministered in seventy different towns and communities. Wow! So, so uh, but there's still a lot more. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, that's very very interesting, you know. And and obviously you you've seen this beautiful country also as you traveled. Oh around. yes, 
Yes, there there is so much beauty wherever you go. I was brought up in an area where there were big trees and green grass, but I've come to really appreciate the desert too. It has some beautiful colours and uh, magnificent scenery as well. So that's really good, uh, uh, Don. Really good. Hey, um, just uh, today, uh, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, we have quite an v- interesting subject, and not an easy one uh, f- from different, you know, f- many points of view. I will say that, but we are going to talk about uh, what does the Bible say about astrology, channeling, mediums. You know this. Um, Uh, words are familiar for uh, so many people, you know, because it's in the media everywhere, you know, Um, people talking about this sort of thing, like, uh, um, and it's popular, uh, I will say, um, even with young people, because uh, people want to know what's going on in their life. They think they know, they want to know the future and uh, they're looking into this sort of um, things and we are in the second week of a mini series uh, about um, um, beyond the grave, uh, the Bible and the passing of death. And you know, this interests people because we want to know what's after. You know, uh, we yeah. see what happens with us today here, but we are very curious what's uh, happening after. And sometime we can fall into all sorts of temptations and going to different sources, um, not maybe even checking out if there are, um, how to say, um, not only trustworthy because they may not be, but uh, safe. If they are safe to go in in those uh, uh, things. And uh, yeah, today mm. I'm, I'm going to, to ask you a few questions, Don, and if you'd like to share with us and look in the Bible to see what the Bible has to say, because this is a Christian uh, radio broadcast and we want to allow the Bible to speak, allow the Bible yeah. to be the, the voice. Uh, we are just, um, you know, humble tool in God's hand uh, to speak through us uh, and to broadcast this sort of uh, programs. But we we'll like to allow the Bible to speak and to um, clarify some of the things. Now, just before we, uh, we go further, um, I would like for this time to open with a word of prayer because we really want the Holy Spirit, uh, God to help us to go through some of these uh, passages in the Bible and maybe to um, dialogue with our listeners if, um, if somebody is willing to send a, a text message to us. Let's just uh, for a moment bow our heads in prayer. Dear Father in heaven, we come before you in the name of Jesus Christ. You are the almighty God, creator and sustainer of all things. And through you, we are able today to broadcast this program. And thank you for giving us opportunity to share from your word. Please give us wisdom and understanding and be with us all as we look into these uh, passages in the Bible in relation to uh, this topic uh, about astrology, you know, channeling medium mediums and help us Lord to have a clear view of what is your will with us all and with our dear listener. I pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. 
All right. Now, uh, again, as I said a little bit earlier, I'm inviting uh, our um, uh, listener to be part of this program and join us. And uh, uh, I will mention the number again because sometime, you know, uh, you may just tune in a bit late. Uh, the number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. You can send a text message to this number with uh, thoughts, uh, question, an inquiry you have in regard to this program, and uh, maybe just tell us where you are listening from, and we'll love to to hear from you, uh, Don. Let me just uh, start uh, in this way: uh, checking, you know, astrological predictions has become a common place for many people today. What is your experience with astrology? Have you uh, found it reliable? Do you have any story to share with us or uh, an experience? Yes, Nick. Um, when I was a teenager, I was uh, attending a matriculation college in Hobart in Tasmania. And uh, I uh, was in the library one day reading the newspaper and uh, some students came along and uh, they said, excuse me, and they lifted up the newspaper and went to the back page where the astrology column was and they they interrupted me to read the astrology column. And mm-hmm. I said, do you really believe this? Oh, yes, they said. And I thought, that's interesting. Anyway, um, a little while later... I noticed an article in the newspaper there, it, uh, and it, it, the headlines read, The Star's Tip, Mr. McMahon. Now, this was 1972, and there was an election coming up. And so I, I read the article. It said, For those who believe in the stars, 1972 will be a very good year for the Prime Minister, Mr. McMahon, born under the sign Pisces. Mm-hmm. This was the prediction of American astrologer, Mr. Carol Reiter, yesterday when he was asked whether the stars favoured Mr. McMahon or the leader of the opposition, Mr. Whitlam. Remember, I was just a a young fellow at this time, and I was interested in, in what would happen. It said, the man born under the sign of Pisces, Mr. McMahon, whose birthday is on February 11, would seem to have a better outlook than the cancer man, Mr. Whitlam, whose birthday falls on July 11, Mr. Mm -hmm. Wright. After arriving in Sydney from Hollywood, he wouldn't, he, he pointed out, he didn't want to predict the outcome of any election with certainty. He was commenting on the position of the planets and not on personal traits. Right. Well, I went to the photocopier and I photocopied this article from the newspaper. I thought, I'm going to keep this and I'm going to see what happens in the upcoming election. Well, you know what happened in the upcoming election? Mr. McMahon didn't get elected. Mr. Whitlam got elected. It was the opposite of what this man said. And I remember thinking as a young person, I thought, I'd like to be able to talk to this man now and say, well, you know, what you said there, what you predicted on the basis of the stars and on the basis of astrology, it's it's wrong. Well, what mm-hmm. will you say now? And then I read the article again and I thought he would just smile at me because the article said, 
he says uh, Mr. McMahon would seem to have a better outlook than the cancer man, uh, Mr. Whitlam. And uh, then it says he wasn't predicting any election with certainty. And I thought, I thought, Nick, people are spending lots of money going to astrologers to find out the future. And and here it just says it would seem to be, or we can't say with certainty. And in fact, he was he was quite wrong on this one. Mm. And so it reminds me, Nick, of. Um, a survey of predictions by the three most popular British astrologers in one carefully monitored year, which showed that one of them was right only 12 times out of 30. The second was only was right only nine times out of 30, and the worst only four times out of 30. Mm. So, I, so my experience with astrology has shown that it's... Um, it's it's not too reliable. Okay. In fact, it's hopelessly unreliable. All right. But Don, uh, while you said that, uh, you know, you mentioned already that uh, there are some things which uh, happened. Now, it could yes. be just by chance or whatever it is. But, you know, when people look at those things and, and they see some of these things happening, they put their trust and sometime even blindly into these sort of things rather than to check. You know how I have myself this kind of principle uh, to check two, three times a source of anything, you know, even when I'm asking somebody to give me direction, you know, to an address or something like that, uh, will give me the direction and then I will approach another person and maybe even another person to make sure that all at least two, three of them will tell me the same thing. In, in the mouth of two or three counselors, there's safety, the Bible says. Yes, yes. But, you know, there are uh, things happening, as you just said, uh, because yes. uh, we know and we talked about this uh, in the previous programs about uh, the enemy, the devil, Satan, yes. who yes. we are going to look into the Bible a little bit uh, more into this context to see how cunningly, you know, he is deceiving you know, yeah. people trying to to get their attention in a different direction, and uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about uh, us all, uh, Don, because as the Bible says, he only is interested in in to kill and destroy. That's right. <laughs> but That's God right. is in, he, interested in our Nick, salvation. Yes. And Nick, he's been around uh, a long time. He's much wiser than us. Mm. And he can make certain predictions with a reasonable degree of accuracy because he knows that certain actions will produce a certain result. Mm-hmm. All and right. so he, he can fool most people with his, uh, with his guesswork, but he's not always right. That's the thing. That's right. But Don, uh, let me ask you something um, else here, because uh, I like to, uh, to just put a little bit of uh, foundation here. We are talking about the devil, the enemy. Just even before we going further, um, would you yes. be able to just give us a little bit of brief, uh, um, you know, um, how you understand and reading from the Bible, you know, where the, the devil comes from and uh, is the, is real because many people say that it's not real the devil is not real is only the evil in us yes well you know jesus certainly 
uh, believed he was real. In Matthew chapter 4, when you read the story of the temptations of Jesus, Jesus spoke to the devil as though he was a real being because he is a real being. But his origin goes back to to heaven before this world was created. And the devil was the created being, but he wasn't created the devil. He was created a perfect angel. Ezekiel chapter 28 talks about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, you were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity or sin was found in you. So he was made, all of the angels were made with a free choice, uh, 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 the capacity to choose. God didn't make a whole mob of robots to worship him in heaven. He made heavenly beings with a free choice and the devil chose. A good angel, a perfect angel, chose to become mm-hmm. a bad devil. That's what he eventually came into. And the Bible says, Revelation 12 talks about he was cast out of heaven and cast out to this earth. And um, and there he came into the Garden of Eden and tempted our first parents and got this world off track, led us into sin. So that's okay. just a, a brief little um, story in a nutshell of the origin of the devil. Yes, thank you for that, Don, because, uh, you know, uh, if we have somebody interested in this, uh, always can go back and listen to some of the old programs which we dealt uh, in uh, in detail with this yeah. aspect. And uh, by the way, uh, my friend listening uh, today, if you don't have yet downloaded the um, f- uh, Fate Australia app, please do so because you can uh, go back there and listen on demand on uh, many programs which we produce here on uh, Fate FM. And even the previous programs uh, w- which are related to our talk today, you can go back and listen and uh, uh, just make the connection uh, with that. And uh, you can visit also fatefm.com.au if that's um, better for you. Don, we are uh, talking also about, you know, astrology, mediums, um, channeling. Now, channeling is just another word for uh, spiritism, is it? Yes, yes. It's, it's similar to mediums, really. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. a channel. You're a, you're a, a medium. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the devil there in the Garden of Eden, he was, I, um, he, he worked through the snake as a medium. Right. The, the snake was just, a, uh, you know, an animal, but he spoke through the snake. That was his medium. So right. the, devil is, the devil is good at this, at uh, working through mediums. Absolutely right. And I'm looking... Because Nick, yes. Nick if, he came, if he came direct, if the devil came to you direct and said, Nick, follow me... Mm-hmm. Would you follow him? You'd run like anything, wouldn't you? No way. Yeah, we'll run as fast as you can. <laughs> That's right. But you see, he, he tries to trick us. That's mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I looked, um, you know, on a website uh, these days. It's very easy to, to just um, uh, search, you know, uh, and you pretty much find anything there, you know. It says about modern channelers. Uh, Channeling is a method of trying to communicate with a spirit world that has existed since antiquity. Most modern channelers learn, this interesting thing, learn the art through the practice of Eastern meditation. Uh, 
This uh, mildly altered uh, the state of consciousness and enables the channeler to physically perceive spirit messages. This manifests themselves as a um, tough voice sometime, which is uh, perceived um, in the stillness of the medium's mind. Experienced mediums can enter into trance um, and all those things. You know, very interesting how it's uh, put it into this uh, article here because yeah. you are not yourself anymore. You know, when you fall into that trance, you, you cannot yeah. take a decision, a, a conscious decision. You are uh, manipulated, if you like, in other words. Yes. And that's what we try to raise up this, uh, this kind of alert. Uh, that's dangerous, you know, to go in the things which you cannot control. And when you slip your mind into neutral, you're opening yourself up for the devil to take over. Absolutely the, right. The Bible, the Bible says we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our mind, mm-hmm. our soul, and our strength. So God wants our minds in gear when we are worshipping him yes. and when we are trying to learn about him. Oh, right. So you slip your mind into neutral, and some of these meditation practices encourage that. It just opens the door for the devil to come in and to take over, as you have explained. Yeah, absolutely right. And even uh, says um, here in this article that spirits and mediums were common among the pagan pagan people of the Bible lands. God yeah. warned the children of Israel against becoming involved in these practices mm. just prior to their entry into the promised land in Canaan. You see, God God was very interested for the well-being of his people and he's interested in the well-being of each one of us today. But let me ask you quickly a question because the time is going fast and I I want to hear from you a few, um, yeah, some explanation from the Bible also. Now, uh, does the Bible say anything about astrology? It does, yes. Um, In Jeremiah chapter 10 and verses 1 to 3, I'll read it to you from the Living Bible. It says, Hear the word of the Lord, O Israel. Don't act like the people who make horoscopes and try to read their fate and future in the stars. Don't be frightened by predictions such as theirs, for it is all a pack of lies. Mm. I say, Nick, that's pretty strong talk, isn't it? God is obviously um, not happy with people trying to read their future in the stars. Yes, yes. And I have another uh, passage here, Isaiah chapter 47, and just recently I've been studying the book of Isaiah in my morning devotionals. Mm -hmm. And uh, in chapter 47 there is instruction given regarding the the fall of Babylon, and Babylon was heavy into astrology and all sorts of psychic things. And at the end of the chapter, Isaiah um, says these interesting words. Isaiah chapter 47, verses 13 and 14, he says, All the advice you receive, he's talking to the Babylonians, Mm -hmm. has made me tired. And then he says, where are all your astrologers, those stargazers who make predictions each month? 
Let them stand up and save you from what the future holds. God was predicting that Babylon would be destroyed, and here he's he, here he's saying the stargazers, the astrologers, they won't be able to save you. Mm-hmm. And then verse fourteen he says, "For they like straw." That is, the astrologers and their predictions are like straw burning in a fire. They cannot save themselves from the flame. You will get no help from them at all. Their half is no place to sit for warmth. Yes. So here Isaiah is saying, in in quite a um, well, he, he's saying there. Look, they can't even save themselves, let alone save you. Mm, mm. So oh, that- it, it, very powerful uh, passage in the Bible, uh, Dawn. And you know, I'm studying with uh, some people um, right now uh, some uh, prophecies of the Bible, and we came yes. across um, in one of the studies with this, um, you know, uh, with Babylon and this great power, you know, uh, the golden yes. power, if you like, as the Bible puts it, um, and the ancient uh, ancient civilization of Babylon, uh, civilization of Babylon, had a well developed system of astrology. Don, um, they yeah, they even employed many astrologers in the royal courts. Uh, of the great king like uh, Nebuchadnezzar or uh, Belshazzar um, wasn't there a situation where they um, they failed miserably you know these people the astrologers yes uh, certainly that's true there is in Daniel chapter 2 we have the amazing um, story of King Nebuchadnezzar, the great king of Babylon, having a dream that he was very impressed with. Mm-hmm. But when he woke up in the morning, he couldn't remember what it was, but he felt that God, the gods were trying to tell him something. Yes. And so he called in, the Bible says, he called in all of his astrologers and wise men and soothsayers, all of these people that he employed that claimed to be able to do supernatural things. And he said, hey, you fellas, tell me what I dreamt and tell me what it means. And uh, they, they said to him, you tell us what you dreamt and we'll tell you what it means. No, he said, you tell me what I've dreamt and then tell me what it means. Anyway, there, there was um, some backwards and forwards going there. And finally, these astrologers said, King, only the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. In other words, no human being can do what you've asked us to do. Only the gods could could give information like this. Mm. And I've been very interested to think about this, Nick. Here the astrologers admitted they weren't able to do what they claimed to do and what they were being paid to do. Yes. And so the story goes on that eventually um, the, the decree was made by the king, well, I'll kill a lot of you, mob, because you can't tell me. Right. And as they were going around, to, as the officer was going around to kill the wise men and the astrologers and so on, they came across a young captive from the city of Jerusalem mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Daniel. And Daniel uh, said, give me time and I will tell the king his dream. And so Daniel and his friends, they went in, the story says, and they prayed to God and God revealed to Daniel what the king had dreamt. 
Yes. And he also revealed the interpretation. And, and Nick, I've thought a lot about this. I thought, you know, if it wasn't for the God of heaven, if it wasn't for the God of Daniel, all of those astrologers would have had their heads cut off. You're right. They, they miserably failed, uh, Nick. And it was the, it was only because Daniel and his connection to God was able to tell the king the dream that their lives were saved. Well, you know, in the book of Daniel, you come over to chapter four and Nebuchadnezzar has another dream. Mm-hmm. And guess what he does? He calls in all the astrologer mob again. And again, they can't tell him the dream. And again, Prophet Daniel has to be called in who has a connection with the God of heaven and Daniel revealed to him the the true meaning of his dream. Well, you come to Daniel chapter 5 and another king is now on the throne by the name of Belshazzar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he was having a big party, the Bible says, to a thousand of his lords. There was a lot of alcohol flowing, and it was a wild uh, party scene. And as they were partying on, an armless hand wrote on the wall of the palace, Mini, Mini, Takalufasin. Mm. And it was, and, and they were, they were frightened. They were terrified. So what did they do? called in the astrologer mob again. Yes. And said, what's this writing? We'll pay you big money. You can tell us what this writing is. What's the meaning? And again, the astrologers couldn't do it. And old Daniel, he was nearly 90 years of age at this stage. They found him somewhere and they called him in. Mm. There he told them, the message from God that Babylon was finished and that the Medes and the Persians would come and take over the kingdom. Yes. So three times, Nick, the astrologers failed miserably, even though they were, a, um, you know, a very ad- advanced set of specialists. Mm-hmm. They failed and put to the test. Yes, yes. Hey, that's amazing, Don, what you just said. And you know, while you're talking about that uh, and mentioning even in chapter 5 in Daniel, uh, that uh, vision, which were not vision, what was that? Uh, when the king saw on the wall written there, uh, you know, those words yeah. which you just mentioned, I quickly search and I find a song which speaks uh, exactly about that one. And uh, we are going to take a short break here. And uh, we'll listen to this uh, this song about uh, Daniel chapter 5. But just before, before I'm uh, playing this song, I would like to bring to the attention of our listener that we have this free offer for you today, a book called Not Alone, uh, Battling the Devil. It's a wonderful book, and I will give you a few more details after the break. But right now, if you want to request this book, you need to send us a text message with a code, SA51. SA stands for South Australia and 51. No space in between. Just put that, um, that code in the text message and send it to, to us on 04 888 And this book is yours. Free of charge and no obligation. But right now, a song and we'll be back shortly. Please stay with us. Babylon, bow your knees, the writing's on the wall. 
Your kingdom's days are numbered and it's just about to fall. Your gods of silver, bronze, and gold can't save your soul at all. So King, you better sing some praise to heaven. The writing's on the wall, now once in Babylon. A king upon his throne, let wine and foolish pride go to his head. Then there appeared one night, a hand by the candlelight. And it wrote a note, and this is what it said. King of Babylon, bow your knees, the writing's on the wall. Your kingdom's days are numbered, and it's just about to fall. Your gods of silver, bronze, and gold can't save your soul at all. So, King, you better sing some praise to heaven. The writing's on the wall. Welcome back to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Krita and our co-host today is uh, Pastor Don Folberg from Western Australia over the phone with us uh, today. Uh, it's very good to have uh, with us, Don. Uh, well, Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be with you. Yes. Hey, uh, just before we continue, now, um, before the break, we announce uh, the code of this free book, which we are giving uh, away. And I'm just want, I want to talk a little bit about this book. It's a, a small book called uh, Not Alone. And it shows the battle of the devil here also, but talks about a young girl, Kelly 
who um, was always like feeling uh, feeling uh, alone you know i mean uh, uh, her mom was always working dad was often drunk uh, her older brother was doing his own thing and she kind of uh, tried to find different ways you know of um, to occupy her time anyway she found a friend in her after grade nine and that thought she thought oh this is good because i will uh, have at least a friend but that changed because the family moved away um quite a bit of distance and then again she find herself um, quite alone and then in her um, let's say uh, um, boring life to say so she was trying to uh, use that uh, ouija board thing uh, don and yes. she tried to contact the owner of the the previous owner of the house where they moved uh, at first having um, uh, her you know just just interested in in those little things and she was glad to have her own ghost <laughs> you see mm-hmm. uh, just to keep her company maybe but um uh, it t- it um, caught her attention you know uh, soon because things are were turning ugly, you know, and ev- ev- eventually she discovered that uh, um, only God could banish actually the demon uh, for good because it was not uh, fun anymore, you know, it gave her a lot of trouble. And uh, this is the book which we have today as a free offer called Not Alone by Cheryl Porter. And my dear friend is yours today if you send us a text message with the code SA. 51 and you need to send a message to 04888081 and uh, our friendly robot you know the faithful as we call it uh, will ask you a few questions and uh, uh, yeah please just uh, send the text nothing else in the text but just SA51 and then follow the prompts uh, with our friendly robot Don just before the break, we were talking about, you know, astrology and all those things. And you gave us uh, some good examples there in the Bible, um, particularly, you know, with those kings of Babylon like Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar. And you you refer to chapter uh, 2, 4 and 5 in, in the book of Daniel. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, I may ask you uh, also something else uh, here. Uh, how does astrology line up with science? Is that any link with the science today? Well, you know, there's um, many scientists see it as simply superstitious, not not uh, sound science. I just have a few questions. I, I've I've got quite a few here, but just for time, Nick, I'll just mention a couple of things. Mm-hmm. It, uh, why do only the constellations of the zodiac have an effect on man? There are some bigger stars and recently discovered plan- planets. Why are those ignored? I think that's the challenge for those that believe in astrology. Yes. What about Eskimos and Laplanders? They're born without a horoscope at times because no planet or sign of the zodiac is visible for several weeks each year. There's does that mean they don't have a destiny? I think that's another question the astrologers need to consider. Mm-hmm. Why are there so many astrologies? It seems that American astrologers and Indian astrologers um, often have quite different readings. 
And then there's the question of twins. If they're born in the same place at the same time, shouldn't they have identical destiny? Right. Of course, the facts don't support this conclusion. And then another question, Nick, why did astrologers decide that birth was more important than conception? Mm. And so these are some things that I think... uh, those that really believe in astrology and put their faith and trust in it ought to consider, and I think it could help them. Right. Okay. That's uh, that's very interesting. Um, now, Don, um, what do you think? Is astrology an interesting just pastime? Something uh, interesting to do for fun? Well, I I think. I believe that um, astrology is really not just a thing to do for fun. It's a false religion and a clever substitute mm. for God. And very quickly, Nick, I'll, I'll give you some reasons why. And uh, there was a popular astrology guide that had these claims uh, for astrology uh, written on the back cover of the magazine. And this is what it said. Astrology claims the stars can help you. One, take advantage of your best traits. Be ready for your most favorable days, number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, control your romantic destiny. Number four, assure your family's happiness. Number five, be prepared for periods of adversity. Number six, know when and how to use your money. Number seven, understand your subconscious. Number eight, realize your potential in all walks of life. Number nine, learn why you like or dislike others. And number ten, know yourself and your friends. Wow. Now, if we had time to analyze these points, I think that you would see that they run... To say that astrology can do all of that is really putting it in place of God and the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely right, Don. And, uh, you know, uh, I wonder sometime why it's so easy or why why people are falling into this, uh, you know, following these sorts of things. I mean, even the, the Zodiac, you know, uh, that's, you know, Everyone kind of, I'm not sure how popular it is now because I never looked into that, but uh, um, people are interested to look in these things, you know, rather than to look to the, uh, you know, solid sources, you know, like the Bible, you know, it's what's interesting about, about the Bible, uh, Don, I did a, a Bible study just recently that the prophecy or the predictions of the Bible, which God mm. predicts, you know, it come to 100% fulfillment. That's such a contrast to the predictions of astrology, like Mm. where we started. You know, it seems as though this might happen. Or if you're born under such and such a star sign, well, uh, you know, this month you'll probably get rich or you'll get a rich offer or you'll, you know, you'll you'll fall in love or something. It's all very airy-fairy, isn't it, you know? Yes, absolutely right. And my dear friend uh, listening today, if you have uh, an experience, please share with us. You may have a question or a, a thought in regard to this um, uh, discussion which we have today with Ron uh, Forberg from um, uh, Western Australia. And you can send the text message with your uh, question or inquire or a comment on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. On the same number, we give today this uh, wonderful book, uh, Not Alone. 
and you need to send a, a text message with the code SA51 if you like to request that book. Don, in the next few minutes left uh, in this program today, I like to look a little bit into the um, what a medium means, you know, mediums. And yes. many people are uh, fascinated about uh, what spirit mediums claim to be able to do. Uh, their claim to communicate with the dead, for example. Should we be interested in this? Well, let me read you some texts from the Bible and see what you think, Nick. In Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 31, God says, Give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits. Do not seek after them to be defiled or polluted by them. I am the Lord your God, he says. Mm. And Nick, that word familiar spirits, you might say, why are they called familiar spirits? Well, it's simply because they are familiar to somebody that we know. And so sometimes spirit beings appear to people looking like their dead loved ones, looking like real people. Yes. Their voices sound like them. And um, and so that's why they're called familiar spirits because people recognize them. And the devil is able, the Bible says, to transform himself for the purpose of deception into an angel of light, Second mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 11. And so if he's able to change and look like one of God's angels, he's certainly able to look like one of our loved ones that has passed away. But God says here, give no regard to them and do not seek after them. In the next chapter, chapter 20 and verse 6, again it says, And the person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people, God says. Yes. Very, very strong talk, Nick, that, that God is using here. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 18 and uh, verses uh, 9 to 14, it says again some very strong words. When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. Now, the word abominations means detestable things, the things I really dislike. Mm -hmm. You're not to follow these things. And then then he... talks specifically here, there shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are are an abomination to the Lord, And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. So here God puts all the various forms of the occult, the mediums and the soothsayers and all the rest. He puts them all into the one bag and he says, don't have anything to do with it. I am, and that word abomination is one of the strongest words that can be used by God to say, I I just detest this. I just thoroughly dislike this. Yes, yes. And it reminds me in the Bible it says when you see the um, abomination of desolation, you know, the yes. the wicked one sitting even in the in the 
temple of God, uh, but that's yeah. another thing refers to something else. But you know, that reminds me, Don, of a story in the Bible uh, when um, under a King Saul, for example, I know that uh, if we read the story there, um, uh, the children of God, they took some action against the uh, witches and all those things, you know, because they were kind of forbidden from there. Yeah. But did King Saul himself fall into this uh, into this um, temptation and and as i uh, remember that from the bible he even lost his throne because of that can you share a little bit of that story yes yes um king saul turned his back on god and god no longer uh, spoke to him and in first samuel chapter 28 It talks about the when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him, either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. Mm-hmm. So he cut himself off from God. And at a time of desperation, when the, uh, the Philistines were ready to attack God's people and he was frightened of what would happen, he went along to a witch there in the town of Endor, to a medium, the Bible says in First Samuel 38, verse 7. And he wanted to talk to old prophet Samuel who had died. And so uh, the witch saw something that she said was the prophet Samuel. And, uh, and so Saul talked through her to this, uh, or talked to this thing, and... Um, and um, And he thought he was talking to Samuel. He wasn't talking to Samuel because he was talking to one of the devil's evil angels impersonating Samuel. Right. That the, that the witch thought was Samuel. And um, because, you see, Samuel condemned witchcraft in his life, First mm-hmm. Samuel chapter 15. And so even if he could have responded to a witch in death, he wouldn't have done because he condemned it. Yes. And, uh, and of course, when you die, you're asleep. Like Jesus told the story of Lazarus, and he said he's sleeping. And uh, he, he, meant, he said he was dead. And when, when Lazarus was raised to life, Lazarus didn't tell all the tales of and the stories of his experience in heaven. He hadn't been anywhere, mm. and he, he was simply in the grave, and Jesus called him out of the grave. So you cannot contact the dead until the resurrection. Right. And, uh, but anyway, I'm getting a bit off the story here. You ask about King Saul and, his, and losing his throne and so on. In First Chronicles chapter 10, verses 13 and 14, it says, So Saul died for his unfaithfulness, which he had committed against the Lord, because he did not keep the word of the Lord, and also because he consulted a medium for guidance, wow. and he did not inquire of the Lord. Yeah, this is a so very serious... One of the reasons he lost his kingship was because he went so far as to go really to the devil to seek information. Yes, it's a pity. Yeah, you're right. And uh, we just need to look into the Bible to learn from that uh, terrible uh, story, you know. And I love uh, actually the story when uh, it talks about um, his son, Jonathan and David and all those things. But, you know, uh, Saul losing his um, faith in God, that was terrible. Uh, Don, um, time is coming to a close. But I'm just wondering uh, if you... 
ever uh, had anything to do with the medium or come across or know something about this? Do you have anything, a, a little story or something? I, I've never been to visit a medium because I understand what the Bible says in warning us not to. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have met a medium. There was a lady in Tasmania when I was a, a young fellow who... Uh, whose husband was killed in a terrible accident along with uh, with some of the children and this lady was having a baby and she ended up losing the baby and she was in a terrible time of grief as you can appreciate and it was at this time that somebody said to her, you want to talk to your husband? Mm. That's the thing she really wanted to do. They said, come and meet at a certain address in Hobart on such and such a night and uh, we'll we'll arrange for you to talk to your husband. And so the long and the short of it, she got caught up into spiritualism and became a spirit medium. Wow. And uh, this lady, she could say the Lord's Prayer backwards from Amen through to our Father. Uh, in rooms where she was, Bibles would come flying off the shelf onto the floor. Uh, she had miraculous power, but... This lady, I was at a meeting one night and uh, the preacher was preaching on what happens when you die and this lady um, got up and uh, the devil controlled her and she spoke and she yelled out, God is a liar. Nick, I have heard the voice of the devil and wow. it's a horrible, a horrible voice. Wow. And he and and he was contradicting what God had said. God is a liar. He was saying it. By the way, I'm happy to tell you that this lady really wanted to be freed from the devil, and she committed her life to Jesus. And she decided to get baptized. Three weeks before her baptism, the devil struck her dumb. She couldn't say a word. Wow. And I was there at her baptism, and when she came up out of the water, immediately she could speak. Oh, amen for that. Praise God for that. What a wonderful story, Don. Thank you for sharing with us that story. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing uh, uh, what can happen, you know, when you're giving yourself to the, um, to yeah. the enemy, you know, in the hands of the, the enemy of God. You know, yeah. enemy of our souls, or which one of us. Don, our time is up for today. I wonder if you have a thought just to conclude, and I may ask you to just pray for us, please. Uh, Nick, I'd say, go to God. Isaiah 8, 19 and 20. And when they say to you, speak those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living No, no, no. To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. You can't trust astrology, but you can trust the Bible. Don't get tricked into talking to the devil when you're thinking you're talking to your loved ones. Mm. No wonder God has given such a strong warning because he doesn't want us to be... uh, to be tricked by the enemy. Oh, and yeah. so our, our safety is in Jesus and the Bible, Nick. Amen for that. All right, Don, uh, thank you so much for uh, sharing with us today. Uh, please, uh, just a word of prayer, if you can, for ourselves uh, and for our listener too. Loving Father, we thank you that we've been able to talk about this very serious subject. 
And Lord, I just thank you that you have given us these warnings in your word because you don't want us tricked by the old enemy. Mm. You want us to to be safe and not to to go down some garden path. Lord, I just pray that you'll bless uh, Nick and I, that you'll bless all of our listeners today, and may we always follow Jesus and follow the Bible, because that's our safety and our protection. So blessed we pray and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, uh, Don. Uh, and my dear listener, that's all f- from us today. Uh, thank you for joining uh, Faith FM BQ&A with Nick Rita and Don Fulberg. Uh, today, please join us again. Tomorrow we are going to talk about uh, how should the, bi- the biblical Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming. I think this will be a a very interesting program also. Until then, may God richly bless you and have a wonderful walk, safe walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise just to know thus says the Lord oh how sweet to trust in Jesus just to trust